0: Hello and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill.
1: And I'm Liz Mitchell.
0: And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite.
1: Jack's bar.
0: Or who is new in town and already stirring up drama.
1: The new nurse, Mel.
0: Or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back okay, to wow. the Virgin River Visitor Center.
1: Wow, please never intro it that way ever again
0: um now i have to only know like that i'm gonna
1: be so uncomfortable if you do it that way
0: i can't help who i am and that is who i am this week
1: yeah it kind of made me think of uh finding nemo when they're talking whale
0: yeah i speak whale no big deal nbd was that orca felt a little orca-ish to me
1: i don't know i thought it was pretty beluga
0: no that's what dory says she says was that that sounded orca was that a little orca-ish classic dory but only finding nemo dory i'm gonna say something maybe controversial here finding dory was dumb i did not a little controversial i I liked it i I mean it wasn't great but but i didn't
1: dislike it what
0: was the story you know like she found her parents had to
1: find her family she's a fish okay but she can still find a family
0: i don't know i just
1: they searched the entire ocean for nemo they can search the entire ocean for her family
0: yeah i think i just didn't like her parents they were kind of boring to me they were aquarium fish the whole time really they were living the life of luxury and their poor child was off living in the ocean with literally no memory wow sad it is sad so she had to like go so here's my confusion they were in australia right yeah okay so finding nemo australia then they ended up in monterey bay california they swam all the way across the ocean to get to this aquarium. How did, is that, can a little tiny clownfish do that?
1: Maybe. In Pixar, they can.
0: That's true. They can do anything in a Pixar movie, including have Soul. Ayy.
1: Ayy. That was a I haven't good seen one. it yet.
0: I liked it. It wasn't my favorite, but yeah. I was a fan. Hmm. I, still I, I think
1: I'm not emotionally ready for that movie right now
0: yeah i didn't really cry though it was sad like emotionally but not as sad as some like it's not as sad as the up beginning
1: Mm. oh yeah that one gets me every time
0: i also didn't cry watching that
1: that's because you have no heart
0: i just i cried in other situations but i guess not in that i cried animated disney movies don't worry i cried hardcore watching toy story 3
1: good you better
0: and toy story 4
1: Okay, yeah, you told me about Toy Story 4 before I ever watched it and said that you cried, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to cry. Watched it one day when you weren't here, sobbed.
0: The beginning part, when it's like flashback to Andy playing with his toys.
1: Yeah, it really got oh, me. Oh,
0: man, that gets me every time. I've seen it now twice, and I teared up the second time. Yep. Yeah.
1: Cried everywhere.
0: Yes, I, so those, those two Toy Story movies get me.
1: Do you cry during Marley and me?
0: I did cry watching Marley and Me. Okay, good. Oh, my gosh. I saw Marley and Me, and then I had a volleyball game immediately afterwards. (laughs) Oh, no. And so I was with some of my friends on the team, and we saw Marley and Me. My mom and one of my brothers were seeing Hotel for Dogs because Mark was too young for Marley and Me. And then their movie ended early, and we had to, like, leave right away. So my mom comes to get us from the theater and finds us. And she's like, okay, time to stop crying. We got to (laughs) go.
1: That is just so on brand for your mom. Yeah. Caroline's mom, if you're listening to this, don't know if you are. I mean that in the nicest way possible.
0: I don't know if she even knows how to find a podcast. I don't know. I told her to watch the show, Virgin River. Who knows if she is or isn't? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> so that's that's who I am. I'm being. I'm told to stop crying. We got to go to a volleyball <laughs> game.
1: Get your game faces on.
0: Yeah, well, when I was... When, That time of my life when I was playing volleyball, the nearest movie theater to my house was, like, 20 minutes away. Wow. I know. And now they have a movie theater. Of Uh, course, you can't go to movie theaters now. So it's like, ha, ha, ha. But, yeah, these high schoolers nowadays in my town don't know what it's like to have to drive 20 minutes when they have one five minutes away now. Wow. I know. And it's the kind that, like they bring like a full-on meal to your seat
1: Ooh, that's a fancy one yeah
0: it's really fancy i don't ever eat at movie theaters because i'm not paying that money no but it's nice that you could i like
1: to bring my own snacks though oh i sneak Sneak snacks in in all the time you have to although movie theater popcorn really is yeah superior
0: i don't like movie theater butter Mm. but i like everything else about
1: it yeah it's just a superior popcorn you know
0: There's something about it. Like, how long has it been sitting in that box? You don't know, but it's still warm. Still delicious. Still good.
1: Crunchy. Salty. Salty, buttery, wonderful. Everything that you need in your life.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: Wow. Can we just get a a popcorn maker for the apartment?
0: I had a popcorn maker, and those things get gross. They're so, like, hard to clean. Yeah, because the glass
1: gets full of grease and stuff.
0: Yeah, and then, like, there's stuff on the top of it that you have to get... They're fun in theory, but then you, like, realize just how much of a film is on it when you open it. Ooh, it's gross. Well, just...
1: Interesting. I
0: don't know. I think some movie theaters are, like, open just for concessions or, like, you can go just to get popcorn. I'll look into this for us for our next movie night at home. At home, everyone. That's right. We're still not going out. We're being safe-ish. Just kidding. I don't do anything. (laughs)
1: all right yeah so on that, enough, that note
0: <laughs> chit chat so we're back episode we're back two. finally taken by surprise were you taken by surprise with this episode
1: i was it i took really us was it took us on a journey
0: on a wild ride
1: and i thought it was going to be one thing and then it w- was something completely different
0: yeah i think both of us were like meh until the last like five minutes we're like yeah oh, yeah meh, if you've yeah. listened to
1: the, listened watched this episode you know what we're talking about mm-hmm. and we'll get right into that
0: yeah all right go ahead right and now take it away
1: mel is confronted by a man with a knife demanding oxy and jack who is outside the clinic hears her scream and breaks through the front door and runs him off the next day charmaine apologizes to mel about her attitude and mel shares that she's found a place for her to stay in town But it's at Hope's, and neither Jack nor Charmaine are too happy about that. After some convincing, they agree to give it a try. Meanwhile, over at Paige's, things are not okay. Her abusive ex has found them, and she is in pretty rough shape. He demands that she packs their things, but after Paige tells him they are not leaving, he reminds her that he's a cop and no one is going to believe her. He then grabs her by the neck, and when Paige starts to fight back, he falls down the stairs, which kills him. She then calls Preacher to help her figure out what to do. And Preacher goes into full-on savior mode when he gets there and says that he'll deal with the body. At the end of the day, Mel stops by Jack's to clear the air. The two argue, during which Mel admits that she's scared of loving someone who she's going to lose again. When Mel gets to her car to leave, it won't start, and she screams in frustration about everything that's going on. Jack then offers to drive her home. Typical. Once there... He gives her back her keys, and she holds his hand, giving him the look. They then kiss and end up in Mel's bed. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they did it, y'all. Finally. This was the steamiest episode of so all episodes.
1: So much steam.
0: Like, we're gonna go ahead and, we're gonna just before we talk about the episode, we're gonna talk about the steamiest moment, because yeah. we just need to talk about it.
1: Right, we can't just really talk about anything else. No. Before we address the actual elephant in the room. Yeah. That is them getting it on.
0: Oh my gosh. So
1: It really saved this whole episode, it honestly. It did.
0: I was like, oh my gosh, like a murder, a weird other storyline, and then finally we get some action between our two star crossed lovers. And they're finally lovers now, y'all. Yeah. They did it. They get
1: it on. Uh I liked how one article that i was reading earlier said that when it comes to the two of them it can no longer it's the title is, of the show is just river
0: yes <laughs> it's now just called river lol thanks to tv
1: line whoever wrote that on there that was funny
0: yeah you could tell though they were going to like go somewhere in this episode because there she's was so given, much sexual she's attention him some like looks like first of all he saved her from the drug guy again again
1: he's always saving her yeah he's always saving form. her
0: but like this time okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say something he heard her screaming from all the way like down on the sidewalk yeah he was walking just casually past the clinic and he looked he, like he was
1: about to walk in and then was like
0: no yeah and then he hears her scream and of course has to save her
1: That must be a very flimsy door and lock for him to just be able to body slam it like once.
0: I know. It was like he barely tried to get the door open and it
1: opened. Can I just tell you what I thought of, though, when I saw that? What? Do you remember the old Kool-Aid commercials? Oh,
0: my gosh. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jack's the Kool-Aid man?
1: Yeah, apparently.
0: Wow
1: that's literally all i could think of though when he burst through the door
0: yeah so that was a steamy well that was more like a romantic moment because like when the oxy guy as i'm gonna call him when when, uh he finally let go of mel he pushed her onto jack and so like mel and jack are on top of each other and she's like oh my gosh it was so scary ah i hurt my ankle
1: and he's like helping her fix it but see personally and this is just me I don't really think that's that romantic of a moment because he's literally doing the bare minimum. He's helping a person who's hurt.
0: No, the romantic part was when they were on on top of each other and felt things for each other, probably. (laughs) That was the romantic moment. Yeah, like, he was just being a good person there at the right time, luckily. I mean, it is convenient that it was Jack, though. I know, not like Doc or, like, anybody else. Yeah, so that's the first, like, romantic moment. And then... When Mel is helping Charmaine move into Hope's house, she keeps like staring longingly at him. There's a scene where she like gazes longingly out of the window at him, kind she's of being just a little creepy, staring at him,
1: and then she's like, "I can't talk to him, Doc. You need to go talk to them."
0: Yeah. um, I wrote somewhere that this was like a romantic moment. Oh, they're like staring at each other. oh yeah, um. They're, like, so close because she hurt her ankle and he had to, of course, of course, of course, drive her home. Always. And uh, he's, like, literally inches from her face. And I'm, like, wow, that's so romantic. And Liz is, like, I think that's uncomfortable. (laughs) It was foreshadowing. It was foreshadowing the moment that he drives her home a separate occasion. (laughs) (laughs) He drove her home twice. No, three times this episode. Is it three? I thought it was only twice. Was it? Okay, he drove her home
1: X number of times. An amount
0: of times <laughs> that's a little weird and suspicious if anyone, or for anyone but Jack. Yeah. Then finally, just do the Okay, so this is this is a lead up. We'll talk about the lead up because that's all anyone cares about. Alright. She barges in to his, well she doesn't barge in. She knocks politely on his bar door. like After staring clothes. at him creepily through the window. She was staring at him creepily through the window. She was like
1: Should I go? Should I not? Should I go? Should I not?
0: Yeah. And she's like, I want to clear the air. I don't, I want us to go back to just being friends. And he's like, we can't just be friends. We can only go forward from here. And it's all your fault. You left and you didn't tell me. And I'm mad at you. And then she says something and he's like, she's like, are you mad at me now? He's like, no, I'm not mad anymore. He really is quick to forgive someone.
1: Right. He was, he's really good at laying on a guilt trip too. Yeah. Maybe it came from being raised by only his mom. Maybe his mom is really good at guilt-tripping.
0: Maybe. But she says that she, he doesn't know what it's like losing someone, and she doesn't want to go through that again. Mm-hmm. And she says, letting myself love you means losing one more person I care about. And then he says, at some point, you have to take a leap of faith. And then I think of that Rent song, You know the one. Yeah,
1: we all do. Yeah.
0: And uh, she thought that she and her husband were going to live the rest of their lives together. And she isn't strong enough to get hurt again. And he says, you're too scared to even take that chance. And then she says that he belongs with someone else. No, I don't want someone else. I want you. That's so
1: cute.
0: She leaves. Her car won't start. She's screaming again. And this is when I said, oh, and of course, now he can't hear her screaming when it's a more like obvious time, but don't worry. He hurt her. Mm-hmm. And uh, he drives her. Oh, wait, it's raining. Of course. They hug. That's Naturally. all. Still romantic, though. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, they only wrote that scene in so he could drive her again. Who is Jack, if not the town chauffeur? Anyways.
1: She, Just the male when chauffeur. When he drops
0: her off, he's like, okay, so like here are your house keys and she grabs them but then she like holds his hand but just the fingertips like that like, like curved yeah, hand like thing and then she pulls him back She pulls him in stares at him does the whole like look from the eyes to the lips eyes to lips the look. she goes in goes back out goes in does it she kisses him yes steamy kiss time
1: i have in my notes they make out with one two three four exclamation points and then steamy
0: oh yeah He takes his shirt off. She takes her shirt off. You don't see anything, obviously, of course. This is still Virgin River, the TV show. Right. It's
1: a PG 14 show. They can't do anything like that.
0: But wow. That was sensual. They get it on. Yes. Probably.
1: 100% they do.
0: So, yes. That was the steamiest moment in all of Virgin River history. We were burning. And we described it in excruciating detail. You're welcome. You're happy, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Of the steamiest moment. What should we call this moment?
1: I don't know. The, the ignition point?
0: The ignition point. Oh, I like that. You're welcome. The the takeoff. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> okay, not that. Yeah, the ignition point. They're starting their engines. They're gonna see what happens next.
1: Mm-hmm. They're burning for each other. They really They're burning are. for you, Allah Jonas brothers.
0: Yes. Ugh.
1: <laughs> are you singing the song in your head now a
0: little bit i actually couldn't remember how it went so i was like going through the whole jonas brothers album repertoire in my head and like how did that one go how does it go i think i got there but yes there you go wow that's really like i don't even need to talk about anything else this episode we will because we're us but but do we need to you know like we again we will yeah there's no need we got what we wanted
1: Except for we do have to talk about Paige and Preacher oh committing a full-on crime.
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: We can't really gloss over that one. When we were first watching this the other day, Caroline was like, maybe we don't have to, like, talk about this. And then Paige accidentally kills Wes. Uh, yeah. And then I was like, Caroline, no, we definitely have to talk about this. Right. We
0: were like, oh, this might be, like, like trigger warning, abuse, like, domestic abuse, domestic violence. It's not a nice... Subject to talk about, so I was like, "Well, we don't need to." Like, we're a very light-hearted podcast. But she literally murdered the guys accidentally. On acc- accidentally, of a-
1: manslaughtered, manslaughtered him.
0: I think that's still kind of technically killing.
1: Yeah, it's just not like premeditated.
0: Yeah, she accidentally killed the guy.
1: In self-defense.
0: In self-defense, right? So it's fine. I mean, like he was gonna keep hurting her, but. Just what happens next? No one take this show for, I don't know, advice on this situation. They did not do the right thing.
1: No. Also, like, how did Christopher not know that his mom just murdered his dad? Because he apparently was in the house. Did he not hear him fall down the stairs? No, so
0: he was in his room playing video games. And then Paige closes the door. Mm. And once the door is closed, you can't hear anything that's the rules that's how it works so he's just playing his video game mm-hmm. maybe he had headphones in maybe or he's just like this is sad what i'm about to say but he's probably used to those sounds yeah probably oh poor it's christopher sad. Poor christopher um yeah let's get into this a little bit more because there's a lot to unpack here yes so yeah we know that Paige's, aka michelle's creepy husband is back and he's like Ugh. pack your things we got to go back to florida
1: yeah, after he also beat the heck out of her, apparently.
0: Yeah, she had s- bruises gross, giant, all over sad her. Bruises on her face.
1: And he's, like, petting her head Ugh. and, like, trying to, like, kiss her and be, like, it's time for us to go.
0: But luckily, no. after Sociopath. he showers in her house, disgusting. Weird, she stands up for herself and she says, we are not leaving. I'm not going with you. So, good job, Paige. She stood her ground, but he wasn't listening And that's when the violence happened, and she just needed to... She said that he was going to try to get into Christopher's room. I didn't see that happening. All I really saw was him strangling her. But maybe, like, he Maybe because
1: she was, like, in front of his door, she was afraid of him going in there.
0: Right, so I get it. She was putting Christopher first in all of these situations, like, a good mom that she is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. And he's
1: all... No, like you don't forget, I'm a cop and you're a fugitive.
0: Oh, that was so. That was no
1: awful. judge is ever gonna believe you over me. You know, classic abuser stuff.
0: Yep. And then she throws him down the stairs. She calls preacher for help. Uh, luckily, she called Lily to get Christopher. So Christopher isn't there now. And in did that, she hide
1: the body before Christopher came down the stairs? I hope
0: she did. I mean, like off. She yeah. She hides the body just like in a room under a comforter.
1: Some logistical things that don't make sense with this, but, like, we're going with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so luckily, like we said, is in there. Wes is dead. Yikes. Uh, she's like, I'm going to call the sheriff. She tells Preacher that. She's like, I'm going to call him, and I know I'll be taken away. I'm going to go to jail because I'm a felon. I did these bad things. So she's right. She's going to do the right thing, and she knows she will go to jail until they can like hear her story and like she can tell her side and how her husband was lying the whole time Mm -hmm. and she's like i need you preacher to take christopher that's reasonable she doesn't want him to like end up in the system
1: yeah or like with wes's crazy family as she put it
0: and then preacher is now no longer my well my favorite character he's never my favorite but he's no longer even in my top five characters He's worse than Brady in this moment because he says to Paige, leave, pack your things, take Christopher and get out of town. I'll take care of this. What the heck?
1: Are we all of a sudden in a crime show? This is like what they do in like murder shows, you know?
0: Yeah. And then she kisses him because she's like, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah you're this right. Is so
1: romantic what right and he goes on this whole thing about like the code that he lives by and that like he like trusts her because she was doing the right thing to protect her kids and her and it was the whole thing it's a very weird sense of honor to be like okay you accidentally killed a man so i'm gonna go hide the body for you because it it goes with my honor system
0: it didn't make sense where is he going to take the body. right What's like where, going to where's it gonna go
1: it? where you can't find it
0: the woods
1: okay but there's gonna be a hiker that finds it
0: i know like is he gonna chop it up and Ooh. put it in various places
1: that's what i would ever do if i ever killed somebody and had to hide a body i'd put it in a wood chipper
0: ew gross
1: have you never sat there and thought about what you would do if you killed somebody how you would get rid of the body
0: um I can't say that I have because I would probably oh, be. No, that's not weird. That's probably what uh, people do it. You know, I always think like I I probably would just run like away. Mm. I would leave it behind and like not tell anyone. Mm. She brought Preacher into this. She could yeah. have left and not said anything. They would have been like, there's this weird guy in Paige's house and we don't know where Paige is. Weird. Yeah. Uh the whole thing so yeah preacher is now a garbage person
1: Mm Mhm. would agree what normal person is just like yeah i'll go hide a body for you
0: i don't know no normal person if you ever said that if i killed someone and i was like hey liz i need you to help me bury this body or get rid of it and you don't report me there's something wrong with you
1: yeah would agree
0: I'm just saying, like, if any of our listeners out there have done this exact situation, let us know on Twitter how you got rid of the body. And we promise we won't report you. Yeah, to you the can authorities. even
1: on Apple Podcasts, you can rate us, leave a comment, and tell us how you did it. And we won't let anyone know.
0: No, we won't tell a single soul that you killed someone.
1: Totally fine. Yeah. Just give us five stars before you do it.
0: Right, if preacher can do it, you can tell us. Oh man, yeah. So we don't know what's happening there.
1: It feels like it's gonna build up for something bigger later on. You know.
0: I'm just worried about people wanting their baked goods.
1: Yeah, where like, are they gonna get their overpriced coffee?
0: Where, yeah, where are they gonna get their ten percent off cupcakes?
1: And what is it, donuts? Yeah, and pies.
0: And I don't. Yeah, pie. Allegedly, she makes the best pie in the town, so these people are going to be pie deprived. Who knows? Pie deprived.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, So we'll have to keep our eye out on this one and see where Wes's body ends up.
0: mm -hmm. On a lighter note, let's talk about, um, what are their names? Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. Doc and Hope. What the heck just happened? They're weird.
1: Sorry. living i'm distracted arrangement. by the
0: snow there's snow oh, is falling. it snowing again yeah and i'm just staring at it wow okay anyways doc and hope we know they're together but they won't tell anyone they're together
1: because hope doesn't want people talking about them but people are already talking about them
0: it's so weird so muriel as we know she's into doc she wants him for herself and so she this time takes up the courage walks up to doc at jack's bar And he ordered a sandwich with mustard instead of mayo. He's really switching things up this season. He
1: really is. He's getting different. Yeah,
0: he gets some mustard on his face and Muriel wipes it off for him. Disgusting. So sweet. Yes. And uh, she tells him that it's so hard cooking for just one And he tells her, oh, well, I have a system for that. You just double wrap your leftovers.
1: He's so oblivious.
0: He has no idea what is going on in this.
1: Although her flirting is very odd.
0: Yeah. Uh, Is that just
1: how the elder generation flirts?
0: I have no idea. But then she tells him that she's always in the mood. (laughs) And she invites him over to dinner for slow cooker pork.
1: Ooh.
0: He goes to her house. She's Her house is literally a fire hazard.
1: Seriously? There's like
0: 500 candles burning throughout the house.
1: Right, and they're very close to flammable items. Stress.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a very nice house, though. Yeah. He brought the plastic wrap. He really did. And then they played chess, and we don't know what happens next. I hope they just played chess and ate some pork.
1: Yeah, Doc was probably awkward during the whole thing.
0: Probably. Hope doesn't even care. He told her what they were doing. And she was like, just
1: like yes, have fun. Yes, great. This will get everybody off of our backs.
0: Yeah. So weird.
1: I don't know. Oh, Hope. Yeah. We love you, Hope, but
0: Right. you're just
1: being an odd duck.
0: Yeah. Hope this week was going through some stuff. Yeah. I feel like she's lately always going through some stuff, but that's what happens when you don't get out of other people's business. Mm-hmm because she's like, fine, whatever, I'll let Charmaine stay in my guest room with the uncomfortable mattress
1: <laughs>
0: until she feels better. And uh, she
1: Although is... she's not a very good host.
0: No, she's being a terrible host. She's running the vacuum and has the TV up so loud, while poor Charmaine is like, I don't feel good. I just want to like always throw up. Can you please turn off the vacuum or lower the TV volume? And then luckily Mel comes over and she sees Hope just sitting there with all these sounds going. She's like, what are you doing? That is not nice.
1: Mm-hmm. And she tells her that she's been hoped. Yeah. Because Mel told Hope one thing and then told Charmaine and Jack something else. Basically to get Hope to everybody to agree to let Charmaine stay there. And so she pulled a Hope. Yeah. On Hope.
0: But Hope says that this is all going to blow up and it's going to be Mel's fault i don't know i don't know i think mel's just trying her hardest
1: yeah, and i think hope you're just lashing out right now
0: yeah she's still mad at jack because jack told her that he just kind of wants her out of his his life so sad forever and she's like but i thought we were family he says yeah but you have to trust your family and right now i don't trust you
1: Ooh, yikes yeah Ooh. And then Mel told him he was being too harsh, which I agree.
0: Yeah, and that's when they got into their fight, and that yeah. fight luckily led to them getting it on. Aye. It all goes back to that.
1: Yep, everything in this episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's about it for the episode. Yeah. For we the talked most about part. the most important things.
1: Yeah, the highlights.
0: Yeah, the highlights for children, but for adults. <laughs> the highlights uh, for adults. Yeah, what would I guess? It's just a newspaper.
1: I guess. <laughs> Did you ever have a Highlights subscription? I
0: did. My grandma had one for me. Uh, it was I so that. fun. I was really good at finding those differences.
1: Nice. I didn't have one, but my neighbor had one. Ooh. And so we would go over there and do all of her Highlights magazine stuff. She had an entire shelf of them.
0: Mm. Good for her. I th- would recycle mine mm. after an issue. I was like, I don't need nice. this anymore.
1: She had an, her own playroom.
0: Wow, so. lucky. I know. Was That's she an only child?
1: No, she had one brother. Oh. Uh, but they lived in a four-bedroom house, so fancy. Parents' bedroom, her bedroom, brother's bedroom, playroom.
0: I guess that's what our basement was. Oh yeah. I always forget about that. it's yeah, just a like a giant, Just like a place where parents send their children when they don't want to be bothered. It's just a giant playroom. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and talk about everyone's favorite moments with Virgin River: a crime of, of fashion. fashion all right so luckily this week this episode what episode yes only happened over two days so
1: they really like a day and a half
0: yeah so there weren't as many outfits as last time so i can mention all of them we'll start with mel because she was the star of the show this episode as per, per the usual she knows what's up when we first see her, she is being attacked by a knife by the guy who just wants some oxy. And uh, she's wearing this like pinky purple sweater with jeans and brown booties. Cute. I liked it. And then later, she's wearing this like dark gray, or potentially could be an olive green jacket because olive green is the theme this season. Mm hmm. Over a long green. Or a long sleeve green shirt, kind of like a long sleeve t-shirt type thing. V-neck. And she's upgraded this season to a smartwatch. Ooh. I commented on her smartwatch a lot.
1: She really did. It was nice. It was real nice. Every time they showed it, Caroline was like, that's a really nice watch.
0: Yeah, she kept it on when she and Jack were getting down. Yep. And I was like, "Well, wow, that is a nice smartwatch. That's right. Her smartwatch took me out of the moment. But it was nice. Yes. Speaking of Jack, let's get into Jack's ensemble. Jack is wearing that. Oh, before we start, I just want everyone to know that last week we called out Jack, last episode, for not jumping on the olive green train. Well, don't worry. He is riding along with the rest of them in Virgin River. He's wearing an olive green jacket with a dark blue button up. And then later he changes into his typical outfit of a blue flannel and gray jacket with jeans. But he did have olive. He is trying.
1: He's trying to fit in with everyone else.
0: Thank you so much, Jack. Doc is wearing a blue and white button-up shirt. Classic. With a light blue sweater. Classic. And khakis. He looked very nice.
1: He looked a little bit like a tablecloth. Yes. But I liked it.
0: I forgot to note what he was wearing in that date outfit because Muriel upstaged him because she was wearing this really nice red lace dress. Mm-hmm. With the black shoes. neckline.
1: Yeah, uh, he was wearing his like usual like gray blazer.
0: Oh yeah, his nice date outfit.
1: Yeah, it was pretty much the same thing that we've seen him in before.
0: Yeah, I just I like I said, Muriel stole that scene. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even focus on Doc. I would have dated her, you know.
1: Even though she's cringy.
0: Yeah, but like if I showed up to that, not really thinking it was a date, and she was wearing that, I'd be like, oh, it's a date, okay? Ooh-hoo-hoo. Yeah. And then. We'll talk about Hope because we talk about our pairs, you know, our OTPs. And Hope is wearing a purple button-up shirt and jeans, and it works for her.
1: Yeah, and Simple. a better belt than she's worn before. She, it was I, a nice, like, yes. thin belt.
0: I'm glad you noticed that. She changed her belt. It's not... It's still a brown belt, but it doesn't have that giant buckle anymore. Yeah, it's and it's like a thinner buckle. belt. Yes. It's much nicer. Big fan. Mm-hmm. She looks good. Yeah. And then Charmaine is wearing an oatmeal cardigan sweater and a v-neck blouse with a little tie right under the ribcage area so it was cute it's cozy looking because she's probably all about just like what's comfortable but i still want to look cardigan good was cute she knows how to look good even when she isn't feeling great puking her brains out yeah so like charmaine she's doing it this season for yeah, us
1: apparently she just needed to get deathly ill
0: And pregnant, so her clothes don't fit her very well, so she had to get new clothes.
1: Perfect.
0: All right, so let's talk about our fugitives. (laughs) Paige and Preacher. The peas. Yeah. Paige is wearing a blue denim shirt with a white cotton Henley under it with jeans. Pretty boring and basic, but you know what? When you are an accidental criminal, Mm -hmm. but then a purposeful criminal... I guess you don't care what you look like, fashion-wise. Yeah. She's on the run now. Who knows what she's wearing?
1: She's on the lam. Yeah. That's and... a phrase, right? Yes, it is.
0: Yeah. Okay. And Preacher is wearing a denim shirt as well. Oh, my gosh. Twins. They were both what? wearing, like, a denim overshirt. Like, not buttoned up. It was, like, kind of as the, like, overlayer. We all know what I mean. Layering. They love it in Virgin River. Mm-hmm. And a brownish gray Henley. So, yeah, they were both wearing Henleys. And oh both gosh. wearing denim shirts, so that That's is the outfit the of a uniform? criminal. It's a criminal's outfit. So if you're mm. wearing that right now, take a moment and just reevaluate Could you your life. Committed a crime lately? Yeah. And again, let us know. Because, I'm curious.
1: You know who else wears a lot of gray henleys? <gasps> who? Brady. Oh my god! He's not in this episode, but he does wear them a lot. That is so And he's clearly not a good person. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was the- that was everyone's outfit. Did you have a favorite outfit this week? Episode?
1: Probably Muriel's dress. Yeah. She was rocking she was it. She a
0: knockout in that.
1: It was a good length. She looked mm-hmm. great. I don't like her, but I, I can separate her from her fashion. Yeah,
0: I don't mind her. I see what she's doing. She's just a lonely, single lady who wants so a cringe. man in her life. And she will get one by any means mm-hmm. necessary.
1: Even doing a... What was that ad that she did?
0: Even being in, what was it, laxatives or something? <laughs> incontinence? The,
1: incontinence medicine, yep.
0: yeah. She got to make that coin.
1: It, true. No shame in her game. No. No, no, no.
0: I, hmm, I don't know. I I really liked Mel's outfit this week because it was,
1: that was good. something
0: kind of like simpler for Mel, mm-hmm. but it worked. She was wearing jeans for once. Love that. And they were a good fit jean on her. She did look great. Yeah. And I love a green on her. She looks good in a like, dark green. So she it does with good. the red hair. Yeah. It's a look. It is. So definitely I agree Muriel. But second place is Mel. Yeah. For trying to finally fit in to Virgin River.
1: Yeah. Good job, Mel. Yeah. Crushed it.
0: Who was your worst dressed?
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: I'm going to give it to our murderers. Yeah. I mean, they're both basically murderers now, Pre- Preacher and Paige. Yeah, he's aiding and abetting. So. Yeah, they're criminals, if anything. And because they're criminals, I don't like their outfits.
1: Yep, That's Would how it works. Yeah, Preacher's really tapping into his criminal past.
0: Yeah, it makes sense that he used to hang out with Brady.
1: Exactly. And, you know, was a mercenary on iZombie.
0: Oh, yeah, he was a mercenary on iZombie. Or
1: whatever I-Zombie. it was that he was.
0: Well, he was an... Uh, i don't know assassin for hire maybe
1: something like that
0: he, he was a, a bad, bad guy,
1: guy. was shook when i realized that they were the same person watching that
0: wow that was a fun moment we're like preacher what are you doing what here? are you doing and
1: now it all makes so much sense it
0: does hmm.
1: Hmm. suspicious
0: yes um did so yeah would you yeah. i would agree agree i would agree okay cool. that they
1: were just kind of if you're gonna murder somebody it doesn't matter what your outfit looks like
0: too true
1: you instantly go down.
0: hmm Yeah. And that was Virgin River, a crime, crime of, of fashion. fashion.
1: With real crime this time.
0: Yeah, true crime. So let's go ahead and talk about Boat Patrol.
1: Were there any boats today?
0: There were zero boats. Still. What a great time with <sighs> boat, patrol. boat patrol. Yeah, it's like Paw Patrol, but worse because there's no even boats.
1: I know. Will they ever give us a boat?
0: I'm, you know, I'm a little bit more hopeful this season.
1: They're showing us a lot of river clips this season, so yeah. maybe.
0: I'm thinking there might be at least one canoe.
1: I'll nice. count
0: a canoe at this point.
1: Would you count a kayak?
0: I think I'll count a kayak. A paddle boat? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anything that is on the water. Yes. We'll count in boat patrol.
0: Yeah. Uh, not a paddle board though. That's not a boat. That's just like a glorified boarding, surfboard. Yeah, you know, it's very fun, though. I like paddleboarding.
1: Yeah. i mom's thinking about getting one.
0: Ooh, fun. Uh, I know. Mm. Okay.
1: And that was Boat Patrol Part 2. Uh,
0: yeah, we're just still on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll never stop thinking about Boat Patrol. Nope. Let's get into...
1: Everyone's favorite segment? Or Is my it? favorite segment? It
0: might be your favorite. It's mine, if not Everyone else's. It better be
1: everyone else's.
0: I think everyone likes all of our segments equally <laughs> because we're not impartial here in Virgin River, except when you're a criminal, then you're bad.
1: Yeah. Should we do a Twitter poll one day? What's your favorite segment?
0: Yes. All right. So let's get into question corner.
1: Woo. All right. Question number one. Does Jack moonlight as an Uber driver?
0: Well, I think he wishes he could, <laughs> but his, cause if you want to be an Uber driver, your car actually has to be up to a certain standard. It has to be like a newer car. You can't have any dents or scratches. I did look into this at one point. I was like, should I be an Uber driver? My car wouldn't qualify.
1: That's so interesting. Cause I've definitely been in some sketchy Uber driver cars.
0: Yeah. I mean, they probably don't actually inspect everyone. Yeah. Or like, you probably, you, I bet you have to take a picture or whatever. I just think his car is too old that they wouldn't let him be an Uber driver. Interesting. So that's reason number one, that he isn't an Uber driver. And reason number two, I think that this town just isn't big enough for an Uber driver. Mm. Otherwise, he would be running around a lot more. And he only seems to be driving Mel and Charmaine. True. He only drives the ladies Always in Always
1: wants to drive them.
0: Yeah. So I don't think that this town's ready for Uber. But once they do, it will be Jack.
1: Probably. 100%. Yes. As long as he doesn't loan out his spare tire.
0: The town chauffeur.
1: Beautiful. Yes. All right. So this was a very brief moment inside of Jack's bar during the episode where the sewing ladies were there. And Connie's sitting there and complaining about her niece Lizzie Mm-hmm. who is apparently a wild child do you think we will ever get to actually meet this niece
0: i'm gonna say and what no do you think comment. she's gonna be like no comment because um of things that i may or may not have seen about season oh, two accidentally
1: gosh. wow did you spoil it for yourself
0: i didn't mean to it just showed up one day on my um like google news recommended stories and it was like who is this character?"
1: oh interesting yeah
0: yeah. so no comment until we have more information
1: hmm all right final question of question corner for this week okay how long do you think it took muriel to light all of those candles
0: Ooh, great and how many candles do
1: you think there were
0: all right there were a lot of candles so she had not just indoor fire she had outdoor fire she had two outdoor tiki torches going so that's Love that a the like two. away too. Yeah, and there were like two. She had like, th- and they were pairs. It wasn't just one. So they were all around the house. There were like at least three on her coffee table. There were like five on her mantle. So that's all. She had some of so those like co- candlestick
1: holders too, with like the little the pillar with the little stick candles. Taper you know. Candles. Yeah. Thank you.
0: I bet she probably had like thirty candles lit. <clears throat> And it took her probably 15 minutes. Well, probably not, because candles, once you light them, it's easy to light more. So, probably only took her like five minutes. The hardest part was just getting to the other candles, walking around to light all of them.
1: There's so many. But she knows
0: how to set a mood, okay? Her mood was classy lady who loves pyrotechnics.
1: Yeah. Do you think? I bet her living room was so hot from all those candles.
0: I bet it smelled so good in there. Yeah. Probably smelled like gardenia.
1: Do you think she has a wick dipper?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: To put out all of her candles?
0: Hmm. There were they were more of the taller candles that were. Oh, do you think she had a snuffer that. then? Yeah.
1: Hm. She seems classy enough to have a whole candle blowing outer kit.
0: Yes, definitely. Just like you. I love candles. They're fun. So I'm team Muriel. Everyone's you're by everyone I mean you. You're so down on Muriel.
1: She just makes me uncomfortable. Everything she does just makes me want to cringe a little bit, so
0: nothing she's doing technically is out of line. Oh no, it's not it's just like because uncomfortable Hope even the way told that she her does to go it. for it so she's just trying to get a man, and yeah. I will respect that
1: it's just the 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 way that she does it just makes me want to go Ugh.
0: yeah, but she's always in the mood always she's always in the mood for double layering her double wrapping double wrapping That's right her leftovers.
1: Ooh. Ooh, is that a euphemism
0: it could be not a safe one no don't double wrap everyone only your tupperware leftovers can be double wrapped everything yep. else no nope for reasons that you Hells should know. safety yeah <laughs> wow what a great wow. round of question corner
1: you're welcome
0: yeah you know those are some nice easy questions for me to ponder
1: yes life's
0: mysteries
1: is Jack an Uber driver? Is that his dream job?
0: His dream job? I think he has his dream job.
1: Owning a bar because he can drink for free?
0: Yeah. Well, he even like when Mel came over to talk to him, he's like, You can you have to buy me a drink first, but like, she didn't pay. He nope. just poured out two drinks.
1: She never pays when she's there.
0: She's not paid a single single time dime in Virgin anything. River.
1: Anything. Her
0: lodging is free, it comes with a job. She Saving so much
1: money. That's how she probably avo- doesn't ever
0: have to spend gas money since Jack's driving her around.
1: That's how she can afford to have a BMW.
0: Yeah, and she never has to buy food or drinks at Jack's bar. The only place she has to spend money is the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't really even have to buy any vegetables right now because there's a bunch of frozen vegetables that Hope snuck over and put in her freezer
1: because she doesn't want to eat them.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Honestly, I wouldn't even be mad about that if somebody just snuck in and gave me a bunch of frozen vegetables that they don't want.
0: I would be okay with that, too. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not lima beans.
1: Oh, yeah, those are weird.
0: Frozen lima beans. Kind of weird. Can leave. Kind of scary. Gross. Kind of freaky. Yeah.
1: And on that note.
0: Yeah. Final thoughts. What are your
1: final thoughts?
0: Let's wrap up this episode. Let's wrap it up. Put a nice little bow on it. Put it to bed.
1: Just like. Just Jack like our and Mel,
0: favorite OTP, did. Hope and Doc. Just kidding. They didn't do. Well, they they kissed and it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> that was my least romantic moment. Is like, she walks into the doctor's office and he's there and she like smooches him and it was just smoochy, like smoochy, a really smooch. awkward kiss. One of those like awkward ones that like if you witnessed in like person you'd be like oh, <laughs> too
1: gross. much PDA. Yeah,
0: and then he like picked her up and swung her around a little bit,
1: which is a little cute, but.
0: It was cute. I was just like, someone could walk in here.
1: But remember, he said that he had a one o'clock appointment, and I bet that was his one o'clock appointment. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Ooh, they had Ooh. an appointment to get it on.
0: Or just awkward kiss. Yeah, or that. Um. So you know what? I think this episode overall was an A+. Really? Yeah, it was a C plus Until the end, the last two minutes really saved it for me. And also, you know, we got some criminalness. We got to see some fugitives. So that was fun. I'm giving it an A-plus also because I need to know what happens next. Mm. That was a cliffhanger, but it wasn't actually a cliffhanger for once. So they're figuring out how to end an episode. And you know what? I think everyone in the show was an MVP except for Preacher and Paige. They were terrible. They need to, both of them, get out of town. One of them will be. Preacher needs to leave and never, ever come back. And I don't know, turn himself in, turn her in, something. Something. They're just being terrible people. And those are my final thoughts on episode two.
1: Wow. Interesting. I got heated. You really did. There's a lot to unpack in this episode. Um, but like you said, there was a, there's a lot, but like not a lot. It's just like really big high points. But then within those, there was a bunch to unpack. Um, I originally, before the last, you know, five to two minutes of the episode, was about to do something unprecedented on this show. I was going to give it a D. Ouch. Yeah, we've never given a ranking that low, I don't think. No, the lowest was minus. Yep. I was going to give it a D because overall it was just kind of a meh episode. But then those last few minutes... Jack and Mel really came in and saved the day.
0: They certainly did.
1: And I'm going to give it a B plus. I like that. So not quite as high as you, but I think Look, I really I didn't just like want, the episode. I, I, they
0: deserved to be together, and they finally got together.
1: Yeah, they finally communicated. Yeah, and wow, everything like else. Wow, like adults.
0: If nothing else happened in this episode and it was just Jack and Mel, I would still give it an A+. Plus. Wow. It was. I'm like, finally, I shipped took them.
1: 12 episodes to get here. They're the only boat on the
0: Virgin River. It's their ship yeah
1: did you think about that for a while
0: no i just came up with that on the fly i am really i ship them that's a boat they're a boat
1: i'm really proud of you for that one thank you but yeah so i give it a b plus now it really that last couple minutes really raised the bar it was steamy it was beautiful it was wonderful it was very well done yeah that whole because you know how some shows will have like a moment like that and it's just kind of like awkward and cringe they really did it really well yeah i enjoyed tasteful Yeah, it let you know what was happening without Mm -hmm. showing you the bits.
0: Yeah, and you didn't need to see any of that. Yeah, you knew.
1: You knew what was going on. I enjoyed. My MVP was definitely Mel. She admitted her fears, but then she kind of overcame them. And she was like, you know what? I'm scared to lose somebody else, but Mm -hmm. I'm also scared to not have you. So let's do this. Yeah. Which I appreciated. That's a hard thing to do. It is. It's a hard thing to move past... Losing so many people in your life and being like, I'm ready to open up again. Mm-hmm. And she's ready. Kind of ish. We'll see. Yeah. But I would have to agree. Preacher and Paige.
0: I know. They're. You can't even? just commit a
1: crime. I page. I give her a little bit more of a pass because like she's got a lot going on, you know. But. Yes. Pa- the
0: P's are. Yep. But Preacher. No. Pre-
1: Preacher. You had no reason to do what you did. No, like you are aiding and abetting a crime and therefore becoming a criminal yourself so you can no longer have a foot to stand on when you sit there and get all judge you with other people.
0: Yeah. Get out of here, preacher. Get out of you here. You can go to jail. I'm just like, okay, she's running away, so you can't be with her. If she was in jail, you could be with her.
1: Exactly. She won't be in jail for forever. No. And you can get temporary guardianship of Christopher. That's a thing. Yes. Mel, I'm sure, would help you out.
0: Right. But now, unfortunately... But it's also Virgin
1: River where they don't believe in the law. Yeah. Because they're all criminals. mm -hmm. Because it's all a simulation. That's
0: exactly right. No wonder Preacher knew what to do. Yep. Yeah.
1: And Uh, that was my final thought.
0: Those were some great final thoughts. What a great episode. We had a lot of fun talking about our two faves finally showing each other how much they love one another. Yes. Yes. And they really do. So I'm excited to see what happens next in episode three. Don't forget to go on Apple Podcasts and like and review this podcast. And thanks so much for stopping by the Virgin River Visitor Center. In Virgin River, the town where the internet is slow, but
1: the The gossip gossip is is fast. fast. Bye.